Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called The Real Epidemic. As you know, there is an epidemic out there. Uh, it's one that's affecting people's immune systems and causing people to shut down and causing disruptions with all kinds of things all over the world. I am not talking about the viral epidemic. I'm talking about the epidemic of fear. Fear is incredibly prevalent. It's incredibly ubiquitous. It's hard to get away from it. There is a lot of hysteria out there. And I'm not trying to get people more scared about the fear they may be experiencing <laughs> and affect their immune systems even more. I'm suggesting there's another choice. You know, I don't know if you know, but before Marianne Williamson ran for president of the United States. She was a minister. She was a spiritual and self-help writer. And in her first book, she wrote, love and fear represent two different lenses through which to view the world, which I choose to use will determine what I think I see. Now, that's brilliant. And I believe that she may have been the first person I ever read to point out that love and fear cannot coexist in the same moment. So for those of us who want to know more about love, peace, and joy, and experience and express more of that in our lives, and also uh, those of us who want to create a different world, there's no better time than now to stop wishing things were different and to start seeing things differently. There's no better time to have a spiritual approach to life. There's no better time to fill ourselves up, to lift ourselves up, to make regular deposits into our own more than enoughness. It's time. If not now, when? And Marianne Williamson also wrote in that same book that the spiritual journey is the unlearning of fear and the acceptance of love. God, isn't that what we all need right now? <laughs> you know, in the Bible, it says that perfect love casts out fear. But you know what? It easily could have said that perfect fear casts out love. They cast out each other because they can't coexist. I know this because I have been so wrapped up with my mom. I've been so focused on love and being present with her that I haven't felt any of this fear. I've, I've been kind of insulated from it until the other day when for the first time uh, I came to visit my mom and I had to have my temperature taken. I just want to remind everybody that viruses come and go, but love is eternal. And you know what? Perfect love casts out fear, and even imperfect love casts out fear. I think just being willing to turn our attention to love will help us find it. And we'll, you know, and our brains can only handle one thing at a time, even though they're pretty good at switching from one to the other. So let's let's just decide right now to look for love in the face of fear because you know what it's there and how do we do this well same old thing we practice <laughs> we have to practice these things practice drives it deeper into our awareness you know fear the worst thing about it is it makes us dumb it makes us forget what we believe. Because we're only interested in survival. We're only wrapped up in emotion and memory. And, and we forget about all those beautiful things like oneness and wholeness and love. 
But when we practice finding love, when we practice looking for love, when we practice ways to get back to the island of peace in our soul, it drives it deeper again in our consciousness. So maybe we can find it when we uh, happen to watch the news or, or glance at Facebook. You know, we're going to forget, but the more we practice... It's like every time we practice, every time we practice our, uh, finding our way back to the island of peace in our soul, back to love, it is like we leave a trail of breadcrumbs so the next time we can find it more quickly. So what can we practice? Well, gosh, lots of things. I mean, we all have plenty of tools to practice Generally, anything that feeds what's good and beautiful and true about ourselves, anything that helps us identify more with the love that we are, anything that brings that love more center stage in our awareness, especially things about ourselves. So, you know, it could be, again, affirming wholeness and oneness. It could be practicing gratitude. It could be simply looking for the good. It could be doing some kind of affirmative prayer or affirmations and denials. It could be meditating more. It certainly could be a lot more self-care. Again, this is the time to feed our souls, to, to nurture and strengthen that our own awareness of our power, of our strength. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> Do you realize how many viruses you have killed in your entire lifetime? You, you are like a viral serial killer. I mean, 99.99% of the time, a virus that's not supposed to be in you uh, shows up. You're like, you're out of here. There's no three strikes or anything. So, you know, this is part of the truth that could set us free. But again, just focusing on love, just being a little more careful maybe about what we allow into our consciousness. Wow, this is a really important time for that. It's, it's kind of hard to get away from the fearful information out there. But you know what? Congratulations, you're listening to my podcast. <laughs> and that's probably a good way to balance it out. And there are a lot of podcasts out there. There's, there's a lot of positive stuff out there, even on Facebook. We might have to look for it. And this is a really good time to be hanging out on positive groups on Facebook. To, to even, you know, there was a publication in the United States called The Positive News... And uh, it was wonderful. Unfortunately, I guess it didn't sell enough because I can't find it anymore. But there is a magazine that comes from the UK called The Positive News, and it's filled with stories about individuals and groups that are making a positive difference in, on this planet. You know, we don't hear about those things, but they're happening. So let's look for that. Let's, let's spend as much time, you know, feeding our consciousness with information, you know, that is good and beautiful and true. Or maybe it's a good time to start hanging out a little more with children or with family. Or let's just not shut down. And you know what? There's a source of love-based positive input that we are always able to access. That is from right inside of ourselves. We could certainly all talk to ourselves with a little more love-based positive input. We could be more encouraging. We could be more affirming of our own power, our own strengths, our own resources. It's time to start building ourselves up instead of beating ourselves up, for sure. 
And this is something we can always work on, especially when we think there's nothing we can do. See, this is the worst thing about fear. It puts us in a mode where we feel we have to fix things all the time, and a lot of these things don't seem like they can be fixed. So where do we go then? We go to despair, we go to overwhelm, we go to all kinds of places that are nowhere in the vicinity of love. Yeah. And when we do happen to allow some fear in, I think it's safe to say we might call ourselves truth seekers, so maybe in that moment we can dive in a little deeper and see if we can find some truth or the truth behind a lot of this information because, uh, you know, we don't get it all. So here's the deal. I mean, to, to me, the most important thing about choosing love over fear right now is it, it even if there is some sort of crisis down the road with this virus, wouldn't we want to face it together? <laughs> and wouldn't we want to face it to, with reason and rationality and, and open-mindedness and compassion and taking care of each other instead of with panic and fear and suspicion of each other and, and all this self-interest? all this I mean, there are people who are stealing masks from hospitals where, where you know, they're probably really needed. Let's not Let's not shut down to this challenge. Let's rise up and keep shining our light with open hearts and compassion for each other. These practices are at least as important as wearing masks and using a lot of hand sanitizer. By the way, soap and water works better. So, you know what? I applaud you again for listening to something positive today. Because I believe by doing that, you've done more to help this other epidemic, this supposed epidemic, than by wearing a mask. Stew on that. And I'll see you next week.